0: What's up, guy? What is up, guy? Welcome back to Josue. has to say, if you're new here, I am Josue, and this is what I have to say. Before we begin the episode, please remember to like, subscribe, share, do all the things as it does help the podcast grow and make some money. Today's episode, I got a lovely lady here with me, Miss Cat. Cat like Prince and Madonna. There is no more. It's just Cat, just cat. Local voice, podcaster, entrepreneur welcome on the podcast
1: thank you i'm so grateful to be here really appreciate it i'm ready i'm ready to get into it
0: ready to get into it ready ready so kat actually we crossed paths through instagram i had seen you before doing your podcasting with a galayo but then i saw you again when we both collaborated with the with mike the atv guy
1: that was epic man right thank you for the recommendation because he was like oh josue was like he really wanted you to do this as well. And I was like, I don't, I don't really know Josue. No, that never so happened. Mike, probably, that never happened. I know. <laughs> I guess he probably was like, oh, let me just see if I can get her out yeah. here. Which was, it was awesome. He's a great guy. The collaboration was super fun. And the experience was super dope. Yeah, he's
0: a cool guy. And... um I had, bro. I had. I was picking fucking dirt out of my eyelids for like three weeks three after days. that, yeah. Because I didn't wear any of the gear. Like, I mean, I had one of those little masks, but it didn't really, you know, work out in my favor. It's
1: very serious out there. It was no
0: intense. Yeah, it was intense. Uh, but not, but it was a great time, and I actually want to go back
1: i do too man like squatted though with like let's, 30 let's people. go let's
0: make a trip out of it guy. why not let's, why
1: not something different no yeah. no partying no drinking miami lifestyle just I mean, we
0: had some beers and...
1: Oh, went just a little bit just a little
0: cat so cat and i the end, we were like you know what guy let's shoot the shit with a little pod talk about some miami stuff talk about some life stuff talk about some medicine stuff which we'll get to in a bit um, but before we start the podcast, Kat and I were talking about the newest development, which I just made a Instagram video about, which is the Clevelander since the 1930s is going to shut its doors since the 1930s guy. And
1: but that's iconic. I mean, anytime you think about Miami, like old Miami, 50s, 60s, 70s, you think of Cleveland or Fountain Blue, things like that. And, but now it's, it's, be, has become a big ghetto and has a negative it is association definitely ghetto. to it. It is definitely ghetto.
0: Know? It's fucked. Um... They've been trying to push them out of there for a minute. Mm -hmm. It's not happening. The city has been kind of pushing on them to change their ways or just to clean up their act. So their excuse is for this transformation that they're doing. I haven't said what it is yet. They're basically tearing down portions of the building, leaving, I guess, some of the art deco stuff up, but making a condominium. So a 30-story condo, which 40% quote-unquote will be for affordable housing, whatever the fuck that means, Um, based on a $75,000 income median for the for the area i don't know if that's gonna fly i don't buy
1: it i mean do you buy that story (laughs) like that's the reason why well
0: the well that's not the reason why they're just using that to butter people up 110 percent. but i think they have to because of that bill de santa's passed the live Live local act Mm -hmm. which i guess is catered to uh, miamians or floridians not having to leave because of the the
1: Has that kicked in anywhere? In July,
0: in July it was was fresh. It just happened in July, so I guess it's still. still No, la cosa tamala, la cosa tamalida. I don't know. I'm I'm not. I'm not really for that change. I think that if you open that floodgate, the rest of the strip is probably going to be stripped out
1: completely
0: because it's money. It's money they can make, and we know how the developers and the commissioners here roll. There, Mm. you know.
1: We know, we know, we know how they roll, but. You're right. It does. I think it does open the floodgates. Um, that, that area is preserved. You know, it's historic. When you think of South Beach and Miami, it's very iconic. Nope. Um, they can't get around it, like we were talking about, by keeping, like, the the structure and then changing the facade out. But, again, that opens the floodgates. Because right now, every single parcel of land in the Brickell area and Miami Beach has been claimed and accounted for. Any open lot that you see, people are land banking, right? So they're just yeah. sitting on it. They're yeah. sitting on it. So. Developers are still hungry and there's a lot of money still flooding out here. I saw the other day on Miami New Times they're opening up fifty-five new restaurants all over the city of Miami and the closing rate was only about four or five, which wow. is completely lopsided. You remember how it was before, yeah. right? You'd hear about all these closings. So maybe that's that's the move right now. Developers are looking for established kind of buildings and, you know, making their way into saying why they wanna knock it down and then kind of rebuilding for the, people. For
0: the people. For the, people. For the people for the
1: people it's always for the people it's always
0: for the people wink um and as i was telling you sunny Isles. look at all the sunny Isles years ago those were little tiny motels yep, on collins I Remember. and now it's these big ass fucking high rises that only you know russian mobsters living it's in shit it's
1: like 50 million for an yeah. apartment
0: and you go to the it's beach nice. and it's all shade you can't even fucking lay down and get a suntan because the. Uh,
1: <laughs> it's ridiculous it's not my favorite beach anyway it's a Nobody goes to Sunny Isles. Nobody goes to Sunny Isles.
0: Unless you're trying to do some dirty money laundering deals with Putin. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Cat, so let's jump into you. Um, tell us who you are, what do you do? What's up with you? Who what's this Miami girl cat about?
1: Man, so I'm, um, you know, kind of a heart like an entrepreneur. I've been in the game here in Miami, like for 10 years. You know, my background was mostly in sales mm-hmm. and I worked for some really incredible companies. And, you know, I was recently working with Grant Cardone and it was
0: nice. How was that experience?
1: It was the most incredible experience of my life. Wow. Like to be able to be surrounded by people who are on the same mental capacity as you, like you have a goal in mind, your communication is clear and everybody's pushing in the same direction it is a powerful like goal
0: oriented team. go-getters yeah, yeah 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 it's not
1: like people describe it like oh it's you know like cultish and this and that it's a very high producing Did high you come here
0: to get me into a cult no no no,
1: no <laughs> not at all but it was the reason why i mentioned it is because you know that really prepared me to kind of springboard into my own business you know so teaching you how to scale sales everything i was like okay I trust you, the information that you've been giving me. So I ended up opening a few different companies. Mm -hmm. And now my primary business is my marketing company. So I work with um, Brian Breach, Make Me Viral Media.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, partnering
1: with him. That's been fun. He's he's a cool character. And I also, my main business right now is the vape vending machines. So we're all over Miami, and we're replacing a lot of (laughs) shitty business. Funny story with that. People were coming with duffel bags to people in restaurants, and like, here you go. There's a duffel bag full of money. Let me put my machine here, and they never come back. No, super bad. So I was like, I see an opportunity. So I um, went in and kind of have my machines there. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So and then also I do a lot of content creation. So I work with brands, okay. and um, depending on what they're trying to achieve, I'll work with them to really bring a brand voice, get their message out there, and really help them sell their product through content so it's a lot i mean it keeps me busy you're
0: busy you sound like absolutely you're busy. not twiddling your thumbs at all
1: no 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 somebody's doing it in miami i'd, I'd rather do it too
0: yeah you know? absolutely right so two things caught my attention there number one working at grant cardone and number two i want to hear more about the vapes and the miami scammy situation so
1: man, man um well starting off with um kind of working at grants i landed there after covid by accident because I used to work on the cruise. Everyone's
0: ships. everyone's COVID time is by accident. Like things yeah. just magically happen for it, people. It happened. Yeah. I
1: mean, I I didn't really get to experience COVID because two months into it, I got hired at Grants and it was a well oiled machine. We didn't stop. We didn't stop having our events. We it was just produce, produce, produce. So it kept it kept us level headed, kind of protected from that COVID bubble. But no, it was I landed there by accident. Like on a whim i'm like no there's no way anybody's hiring right now went into interview and ended up doing um social media sales for him so uh basically like hosting anytime grant would be um yeah yeah right here in aventura okay anytime he was online or doing events i was the person kind of introducing him kind of managing everybody so it it was an experience i had never had before but they're like oh you'll figure it out and
0: you seem like the type that can figure it out. Yeah, like you sure. seem for like sure. headstrong and not meek type of thing. Like you're just kind of,
1: I think Miami prepares you for that. Right. Like if you'd if, be surprised if you're not, you know, a lot
0: of people like mostly fake it. I think to you, it seems like, a, it, I mean, everybody it to a degree, but to you, it seems like kind of comes innately.
1: I mean, I honestly, I, it, it wasn't innate. It's truly, I think Miami polishes and shapes you as a human being. Oh, I like that response too. <laughs> bro. Cause it's, it, if you're not getting it, you're getting got, I feel, in Miami. In every way, shape, and form.
0: My dad would always say, de bobo.
1: It's, it's true. And it's true. It's true. So I think, you know, that through the lessons I've learned, like the mistakes, it sharpens you of how to deal with different situations and people and communicate better and understand people a little bit more. And it helps you maneuver. Yep. At least it, it's it for me. But man it was it was pretty epic
0: how's he as an individual
1: amazing yeah amazing i'll never seems like
0: a a dick though
1: um he is a master marketer you know he is a a master of catching attention
0: so like gruntman a dick yeah (laughs) master marketer honestly
1: i can't i can't speak on david gruntman i I haven't had any experiences with him personally and i don't i never share judgment about somebody that i don't know absolutely
0: absolutely i mean at the end of the day they're brilliant people like they're you can't. You can talk all the shit you want, but are they brilliant? Absolutely.
1: I mean, the success—it's—it's—it's it's, it's yeah, evident. It's yeah. not just what you see; it's the achievements and everything. Yeah, but, absolutely. Um, he was a really nice person. I've never experienced. I've met a lot of celebrities in Miami. I used to work in a lot of um, the hotels on the beach back in the day. But I remember when I met him, he actually stopped what he was doing and like turned, and he was right in the middle of having a conversation. The COO said, Hey, do you want to meet Grant? I was like, man, I'm a fan. Absolutely. He stopped what he was doing and like shook my hand, looked me in the eye and was like, Hey, it's great to have you here working. Really appreciate you. What do you do here? And took a moment to like connect as a human. And when you're so used to people on phones and not paying attention and, and really just, you know, like distracting themselves, it was refreshing to see a successful human being be in a moment. You know, so it was. It was a. It was a now, great do you experience. think that's
0: innate in him, or is it, you know, a, a, a show? A, not a show, but he knows it's good. It's good business.
1: Um, you know? I think, or is I it
0: both? Th- it could be both.
1: I think it's both because once you reach that level of success. My personal belief is you become a a good person. You become a clear, level-headed person that you can communicate with anyone. And you start understanding human relationships. Mm -hmm. And is it good for business to be, you know, make sure that your employees feel seen? Absolutely. But is it also good to be a good human and, like, say hey to somebody and really look them in the eyes? So I think it bleeds into kind of each other. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but um, that was whirlwind, man. With. Oh, it
0: Sounds like a great experience, yeah. It
1: was, it was.
0: And good. you have those connections now. You
1: know? I do. You know, I learned so much about selling. He really, man, changed the game when it came to, to sales. Because, you know, I don't know if you're kind of familiar with selling and mm, no. that kind of experience. But the, the connotation... <laughs> Wouldn't be able to
0: sell water in the desert. No, I mean,
1: the, <laughs> the connotation with sales is usually, oh, it's scammy. It's, it's you know, they're trying yeah, to get me. Yeah. Cause car salesman type of... Like it's a car salesman of, yeah. type of thing, but... When you switch that perspective, like you're a skilled person, you have something that somebody needs mm-hmm. and how can you help them to achieve what they want? It's an exchange of services that's clearly communicated. Everything is out in the open. So it's not a bad transaction. It's how you kind of perceive it and how you communicate. So just being a real human being and talking to somebody, it changed the game. I mean,
0: well, that's rare these days. So, you know,
1: tell me about it. <laughs> Tell me about it.
0: Speaking of being a real human being, tell me about the non-real human beings and the vapes.
1: Oh, man. Those are, I mean, you know, everybody's vaping nowadays. You know, So going into that business, it just hit me like eight months ago. I saw it um, one place a long, long time ago in Nashville, I think. And I'm like, damn, that's a great idea. And it popped again about eight months ago. And I started to get into it, started researching it. And I started working with like factories and designing the product because um, what I notice why businesses fail mm-hmm. is because they think they know what they're doing and they don't scale it from the beginning and like they they don't think about the future when they start. So it's true. We came Scalability in. is
0: the hardest part of a business, uh, from what I've seen.
1: It's huge because you have to pre-plan about what's going to happen when you don't really know yeah. what's going to happen. Um, so yeah, we just got into the game and then we started approaching different places you know initially it was like suit and tie and you know like like suits and everything and and really polished and going to these places with my business partner and people were already like oh we've we've been approached before you know how much are you going to bring us and i was like what like what are you talking about they're like yeah yeah, yeah. you know we have a group of, and i figured it out I
0: hope
1: it was like that because i know in miami it's pay to play for a lot of different yeah. things and you know I just didn't expect it so hard at the gate. You know, they were just like, "Yeah, you know, we had these group of guys come, which I know who they are now." It's like these three shady dudes that <laughs> are rolling up with bags full of cash and getting the business and then disappearing. Right. So I believe their money's being cleaned through some of these places. More I mean, I'm more than. I mean, that's likely believe,
0: right? the scenario for sure. I mean, how <laughs> many places are getting their
1: money cleaned? you're like laundromats or whatever places that are still open that shouldn't be now
0: that is fucking wild right? crazy so what they just leave the machine there and when they have to be restocked what happens
1: no it's I, we hear the same thing it's broken nobody's answering the phone oh. you know they just left the cash and they just deposited in our bank every month it's just a shady situation but you know we're we're starting to replace those machines but, <laughs> but the streets are crazy out here every industry you can think of it's
0: I love how Miami, no matter how much it changes, because Lord knows it's changed so much in the last three years, Mm -hmm. it still sticks true to its its bones. Why
1: do you think that is? Why?
0: (laughs) It's in the it's in its bones. It's in the DNA of the city. I feel like some things you really can't change, no matter what. You know, like it just stays ingrained in the culture and the people, and
1: Mm -hmm. it's in the air. It's in the air. I've I've thought a lot about this, especially like traveling. And you go to different places. I don't know if you've traveled often, like Uh, out of the city. Yeah. Not a crazy
0: amount of times, but a good amount, yeah.
1: Okay. Where where have you gone, for example?
0: DR, Europe.
1: Europe. Okay. Europe is a whole different beast. Calm people, culture, amazing food. Like, it's a totally different place.
0: It's the opposite of America.
1: Completely. But Miami, I feel like... When you see it, the basis of uh, why people came here, they've escaped their country. Uh-huh. So, like, I feel like there's a backbone of that sitting there, like, we had to fight to get here.
0: Oh, right. You know? Yeah, yeah. The immigrant kind of... Yeah, uh, I think
1: that's flown, but, and, like, extends beyond, like, you know, kids and, like, grandkids and, like, us now. You know, there's always that something that you got to fight for. Yeah, but that's, for. that's kind
0: of dying out because think about that's... That only holds true for maybe the the immediate generation that crosses over the actual immigrants and then maybe the first, right? Mm-hmm. But then second, por ahí that like kind of the need to, that hustle, that mentality starts to die out, right? Think so. What yeah. About, what
1: about like abuelita or like mom is like, oye, tiene que terminar la comida, <laughs> like she'll say something like that and even though it's like a small statement like Mm -hmm. that is attached to we don't have enough we we need more yeah that is true and that kind of trickles into things so i I don't think it's like a hard-hitting like oh we fought to get here but i think little things have they're still here you know there's still that sense of like my opinion right like everything here you have to fight for at this point for space for time for money for everything and people are just kind of aggressive i mean also you're fighting the humidity every day as soon as you walk out of the <laughs> door, right? you're fighting Oof. something
0: yeah
1: um but it's it's crazy i don't think it'll change either but maybe with all the new people coming in
0: it's definitely gonna add or remove something something's gonna change like you, you can't you can't add all that all those variables and things stay status quo that's impossible
1: I hope so man yeah like crazy
0: i mean change is neither good nor bad it's it just change. is yeah so
1: what do you think of all these people coming out here by the way I hate them all of them <laughs> I want all of them to go back why why why
0: because <laughs> it's it's too much too soon and the city already had its own problems and they're just adding to the problems that's a major reason why I was I've been so hard on Francis Suarez since again. yeah he's only the mayor for city of Miami but the city of Miami is very influential come and on. all the transfers that he helped facilitate to come here to line his pockets mm-hmm. have not stayed in the city of Miami alone it's all bled out throughout the entire county so the whole county is suffering. I mean, it was gonna happen due to COVID, whatever. But he definitely had a big, big, big stake in putting up the billboards mm-hmm. and how my help. He does have repingaria. The guy did. Yeah, he did. yeah. So now we're all, you know, suffering because of it. Mm-hmm. It's too much too soon. For example, traffic, which is the least of the of the problems. I'm uh, not the least, but like the, the the least impacting. Like housing is a bigger issue than traffic, right?
1: Oh, no, man. That's no, traffic.
0: traffic is, look, traffic is terrible, but having a, a roof over your head no, is, right. is more right. important. You know you're what right. I mean? So, tra- take traffic, for example, and housing, too. There are already problems to begin with. You push in all these people mm-hmm. without even attempting to fix those problems. What are you going to do? Just make it worse? You just make it worse? Maybe just adding more, you know, fuel to the flame to the fuel, whatever is the it fuck.
1: different from Miami, though? It's like we, we've been <coughs> dealing with a lot of this time and time again.
0: But we're resilient. We adapt. A la buena, a la mala. You know, whether you scam or you do it legit, like, you survive.
1: You do survive. And that's the
0: backbone uh, of many people.
1: I think so, too. But I think you're right. You know, he did definitely contribute. I was reading something the other day. How can somebody go from bankruptcy to $3.2 million? You become in, a politician. Right? You become a <laughs> politician. I'm learning that that's, mm-hmm. that's the the rocket ship to, to this the This is going to
0: sound insane. And people, well, I already get bullshit shit all the time for the crazy shit I say. But you know how you eliminate that? How? Bring back public beheadings. 110 percent you don't want to be publicly beheaded don't apply for a public servant job and don't be a scam artist if you want to scam don't be a public servant go scam be a drug you won't be beheaded you'll probably just go to jail whatever the fuck Mm -hmm. but if you apply for a public servant job and you get caught on some shady shit fucking public beheadings i am bayfront park everybody chop 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 i bet you the only people that that would apply are people that actually are doing it for the right Mm -hmm. reasons or if not they
1: won't I think that that statement has some weight to it. I mean, on a on a serious note, I mean, you look at countries like Iran and Iraq, and you know those Middle Eastern countries. Like, if you steal, they chop off your hands.
0: There you go. Right?
1: Like crime rate is really low. You can like the rate of murder and rape in Dubai is <laughs> they chop minuscule. off something else. Huh? They will chop so, chop off something else. So, yeah. is the repercussion like the the result of it going to change the behavior? I, I don't know. It
0: man. would minimize it, I think, because think about it oh. like because okay. it's really fucked up it's not you're not just fuck if you're if you're selling a shitty product you're you're fucking over what 10 20 50 people mm-hmm. these are constituents they're funding you mm-hmm. they're paying your salary and then you're going behind their backs to fuck them no bro like I, that's bro like, my blood is <laughs> same, like same. are you fucking scam whatever i'm not you shouldn't scam anybody but whatever we're raw hispanic we get we get it yeah but damn, that's a lot of people, man. Like, those are your people. Like I said, like said uh, singao.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like it, this has been happening for so long. You know, it's not a new thing that, you know, <sighs> people in power positions are getting their pockets lined to get things done for people who also have, yeah. you know, the, the capacity and the, the capability to control an area. So, is it going to change? I don't know, man. I mean, I hope so, but... You know what I'm thinking. My belief is this. I was actually thinking about this the other day. And
0: one second, I'm sorry. Yeah. This does not mean I want Francois to be publicly beheaded before I have uh, Homeland not. Security come definitely to my house because I've heard this has happened already before. This is not. My, this is not what I'm. Wow, definitely <laughs> not. We're not. We're not
1: suggesting that. But um, I was actually thinking about it the other day when Mitch McConnell froze again. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah like I, yeah. I try to avoid the news and yeah. i see like snippets on reddit yeah. just to maintain sanity <laughs> yeah. and he froze again yeah. and i'm like things have, have remained the same for this time period yeah. where you have kind of older decrepit you know white bread people that mm-hmm. are kind of trying to be the voice of people that look nothing like them speak nothing like repre- them,
0: your representative does not represent you at all, in any way at all. yeah so,
1: my hope and belief is that when those people really. kind of phase out, the new kind of generation of people with a little bit more of a flexible thought process and maybe a little bit more kind of honesty and ethics coming hopefully, in, yeah. right? I mean, because we've suffered through it all the last 20, 30 years yeah, mille- of seeing.
0: Millennials, right. we've so seen everything. Yeah. Hopefully
1: you find a person that emerges with you know ethics and morality before they get them. yeah
0: that's uh that's the statement here um i just called out being a millennial and we've seen so much and as millennials i feel like there's a lot of weight on our shoulders where we should be in life the things that we should be doing Mm -hmm. some millennials are still in their 20s yeah plenty of them uh late 20s 30s and i think some millennials might be in their 40s i don't i think i think think the bracket
1: is like 39 by that 40 i think it's 40 40 right 40, I believe so. Like
0: 26 to 40, something like that. Um, and we were talking about this in in our DMs prior to this. Uh, expectations on where you should be, right? If you're a woman, you know, you got the birth thing going on. Are you drying up or like a shriveled rat or, you know, type of thing? If you're a man, uh, if you're not married by 40, was something wrong with you? Right. Or like things, you know, there's, there's a lot of expectations. What are your thoughts on... High level, and then we can kind of like just you know dive a little deeper into each uh, and gran granular granul- granularly
1: granul- granularly yes. Yeah, sorry, Miami <laughs> Day <of> Education.
0: Uh, <laughs> what are your thoughts on that?
1: Um, I think with the with the emergence of you know the rise of social media and TikTok, like there are all these people that are kind of experts and you know trying to say what we should be doing, what sh- we should not be doing. Because I feel like for so long, you know, you had certain <laughs> examples. Like back in the 90s, for example, you know, if you didn't grow up in the kind of perfect household, mom and dad, abuela, abuelo, like family, brothers and sisters, and it's kind of fragmented, you have the 90s family sitcoms, right, to look at, to kind of reference, right?
0: Full house. Right,
1: full <laughs> house and stuff like that. Because you, you you see by example, except, you know, the people around you, if it's not the best example, you seek it out. So I feel like... That kind of merged into media taking a big, you know, front driving seat into what we should be and what we shouldn't be. And, like, those examples got skewed from, like, our parents and family and and what we should be doing into what other people think we should be doing, like, that are famous, you know. So I feel like that had a heavy influence on it. And I feel like for the Give an example time, on that. Yeah, Kim Kardashian, of course, okay. like, you know, that whole family kind of perspective, <clears throat> a lot of, you know, just as much as I do, the marriage rates and divorce rates in the 90s were catastrophic, mm-hmm. right? Single mothers, yep. you know, dads that weren't present. It was, it is what it is. So when that came about, it became like a standard of family for a lot of women, right? And these women carry their opinions into, you know, relationships with males and, and deciding to have kids and whatnot. That has a big part of it so i feel like that became a standard and everything elevated beauty standards what you should be doing and marriage and children like i don't know if you noticed but there was a really big correlation between all of them having three kids the birth rates used to be two children right that was an american standard was it it increased yes due to the kardashians there's a a a direct correlation to like both of these people i swear it goes deeper than that. It's not just beauty and fashion and everything. It goes down to how many children. The name Mason, right, skyrocketed because this uh, woman named J- Jaden, her child Mason. All
0: those, all those, yeah.
1: So to sit here and for a massive amount of women that are twenties to to forties kind of grew up into that. So I think it skews what we should or should not be doing. Was there a bigger example than them during that time frame? Not in my experience. I mean, you probably obviously as a man had your own, and I can't speak on that example, but from a woman's perspective, what does it show? You have to have kids by your 30s. You know, you you should have 3 by 30 35. You know, you should be able to and the whole thing as well of like IVF and like freezing your eggs. Mm-hmm. Direct correlation between that. So it makes you think, like, there's money being pumped into what you should be doing, what you should not be doing, and who you should be following, right? Because there's money behind it. It's $30,000 to freeze your eggs as a woman. And that message kept coming out that, like, oh, you're getting older. You should do it. It's the right thing to do. And, like, if you think about it, you know Damn, the
0: ivf people have lined their fucking pockets with the kardashians i never I'm thought saying. of it that way but that's a good yeah that's a really good well
1: one. i've tried to evaluate it because you know the women a lot of women the past 10 years carbon copy you know like yeah. outfits you yeah.
0: know Not everyone looks like kim kardashian these Correct. days so even if you don't look like kim kardashian even if
1: you don't right yeah. so that kind of standard of beauty standards where you should be in your life has bled into what it is today. Now, that's a precursor to what we should and should not be doing. Mm-hmm. So married, you know, you're supposed to be. Um, you have to have a big, grandiose kind of thing. You know, you have to have uh, businesses. And if you don't, you're not successful, yeah. right? And that's led to a lot of confusion for a lot of people. Like, how do you get there? And what if you can't find somebody by 30? What if you can't afford IVF? What Are you're you a failure, yeah. You're a failure, you know? So... Right now, I don't feel that there's the best example of what a woman in her 30s to 40s or, you know, even late 20s should be doing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, everybody's figuring this shit out. Like, life is, there's no manual. Like, there's, there's no real determination of what you should be doing, what you should not be doing. We're kind of figuring it out but how is it for you like as a man because i can't even imagine (laughs) what you guys are supposed to be i
0: mean definitely i think across the board for men and women it's one size does not fit all right and coming from i can only speak from my experience coming from hispanic homes you have hispanic values Mm -hmm. you know you move out of the house and you get married because otherwise you're supposed to yeah you have your niños, whatever. You get married before all that. Obviously, very traditional, very you know conservative kind of like outlook on stuff. And if you don't, then there's something wrong with you. You know, you either have a little dick, or you have an air disease, or you're gay, or like some something. You know, like something that is, off. <laughs> something's off. Yeah. So, but it's again like one size does not fit all i have a bunch of homeboys which if you guys i don't, I don't think they listen to my podcast <laughs> it's messed up bro um you know they did it the way they're doing it and they're not really they're i mean they're happy they love their Are kids they, no they love their kids but you could see the misery in their fucking faces motherfucker okay. i glow they don't you know what i mean like it's it is what it is like i see them tired i see them gray like not gray like in the hair but like the, the face this like ha, like it's like you're it. tired here trying to make against me i'm happy as a fucking golden retriever sorry to break mm-hmm. it to you and not that, that i don't want that but when it comes you know organically type of thing right. not because i'm 24 and i feel like pressure You're from my parents to. and i'm supposed to and i what's well, the next step and i don't want to be lonely so i guess you know she'll do type That's of thing a
1: shitty way to look at it's- it it's but a lot of people a lot do, of people do. Right. And a lot of
0: people don't even realize that they're looking at it this way. Right. They're just kinda of programmed like a fucking computer and they mm-hmm. just kinda of like this is the next step and right. like you don't break away and think, Well, what do I actually want? Right. I have friends that have never even been alone long enough to know themselves as a person. I have mm-hmm. friends from elementary school okay. and they've always had a novecita, that. like obviously like third grade type of crush type of thing. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember them not having anybody like that since until now that I'm in my thirties and now they're married. They always had a boyfriend or girlfriend. I like. The, and are they
1: happy? That's the question.
0: Some of them, I'd say, actually are. Others, I'd say, maybe it's a front. I don't know. But. I,
1: mean, I think I think you're right because same as well. You know, <coughs> I, I have a lot of friends that you know they hit their thirties and they wanted to get married. They waited a little bit later on and um, they had their kids and they're miserable. You know, some of them, like you were saying, are super happy. They found their value and their purpose and mm-hmm. being a mother and creating a family and a home, which is beautiful. But the other half, you know, they're leaving on a Thursday to go, you know, have, a, have, have like, a, a drinking day in, like, Brickell. And I'm like, dude, you're, you're <laughs> like, escaping. Like, what are you, are you okay, yeah. you know? And when so they go
0: out, they go out.
1: I'm like, oh, bro. I'm like, drink what? Like, I'll be out with them. And I'm like, coño, oh, yeah, bro, like, I'll look at them instead of, like, joining in. Like, oh, I'll have a couple drinks. But I'm like, hey, we got to talk after. Because, like, <laughs> your behavior, I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> like, I am concerned. Is everything okay at home? Is everything okay? But you can tell, you know, when, when, when people tend to do that, it's like bleeding into or from another place, you know? So... People aren't happy. I did what I'm supposed to do. I had my kids. I got married. Where's Where's the a, magic pill? And at that point,
0: everything? at that point, you're tra- I don't want to say you're trapped because I don't think you're ever trapped in life. I think there's always an out. There's always life is always one decision away of of you grabbing by the balls and taking Definitely. you know. But it is a lot harder when you've built you know the picture frame, mm-hmm. the house, the mortgage, the kids, mm-hmm. the golden retriever, the whatever the fuck you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and then what do you mean i gotta break all this because i'm unhappy no i have to, i'm gonna stick to it and hope for the best yeah. and hof- hopefully do it does work man because you don't want a bunch of unhappy people out there raising other people and shit like that like you Damn. want them to be happy because you want to good society and shit but it's like yeah. i hope you, that you, you fix that shit that you got out there man
1: <laughs> i mean you you would hope you know but now <clears throat> as a person like in my 30s now I'm looking, i'm I'm challenging the patterns, challenging the thought processes and like looking at different kinds of examples and questioning like, what is it that I really want? Because I've had this conversation with my friends, and it's like, do we even do I even want kids? You know, is it do I find my purpose in life by having kids? And I was like, no, I don't. But that's okay because, you know, eventually <clears throat> it's there. I think things are like forced down your throat, have kids, and oh, yeah, we need grandkids, and you know, and it's like, but that's your timeline. I think everybody arrives to it at a different time. So, I think now, kind of like a purpose of what I'm supposed to do now. I think 20s, you fuck around, you find out, you you have a blast, you make mistakes, you fall, you get up, you embarrass yourself, you you learn, you feel stupid, and then I think in your 30s is a moment to triumph and not only know yourself but learn yourself. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and grow. So that's where I'm at right now. Like I want to understand everything about myself as a human being before I. Decide to commit to somebody for the rest of my life. Hundred percent. Create another human. Like hundred percent. You know.
0: I personally feel like I'm a decade behind with everything. So what I mean by that is, when I turned thirty, is how I felt. How is how when I turned thirty, <laughs> I felt like I like how I was supposed to feel, quote unquote, when I turned twenty. So I. What do you mean? Like <clears throat> the way that I have shit figured out when I turned thirty mm-hmm. is how I thought when I was younger, I was going to have shit figured out when I was 20, mm,
1: Okay, you
0: know? So I feel like I'm a decade behind. So when I'm 40, I'm probably going to mentally feel like I'm 30 type of thing. Like I got, you know what I mean? Like I'm, a great thing as well. I'm one, yeah, I don't think yeah. it's bad at all, but I think that's the way that I kind of like perceive it. Like right now I feel like I'm in my mid twenties, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't mean in the Miami way. I just mean like in a, in a human being type of like structured kind mm-hmm. of way. Yeah, I don't know if that makes sense. I
1: get you. I get you. I mean, it's... I
0: don't mean that I'm going to be out partying and doing dumb shit like, yeah. that, like I did. And I
1: mean, just My 20s in, were like
0: my teenage years. Right. That's what I'm trying... Like, one decade you. behind type of thing.
1: I got you. I mean, wh- where are you at right now? Like, what do you feel like you're supposed to be doing <clears> as, a, as a man? You know, your 30s here in Miami.
0: Depends on who you ask. <laughs> um, I'm 33 next month. I'm 32 right now. Next month, I, I turn 33. So I should be having kids, right? Or I should be, oh, you know, okay. or, or at least in a relationship that is leading towards building a family type of thing. And I definitely want those things, but when they come, I honestly think I probably would've fucked up a kid if I if I had him a year ago <laughs> or two or three years ago. Like I said, like and people rush you for things, and it's like I, I'm not—I wasn't meant to have a kid at that age. You know what I mean? Like I still had shit to figure out myself. Mm-hmm. Like, and I learned this from my parents. My mom specifically always trying to be the perfect parent, perfect this and that. That's you end up fucking up your kid because you're the kid needs a happy parent, not a fir- uh, a perfect one. That's true. You know, mm-hmm. so that's something that I would why would I not want to be my best self for mm-hmm. for like a child or whatever? That's what I think. Yeah, and a lot of these, um, it's, a lot of it's not politicized, right? Like the well, everything is politicized these days. You know, you're either far right or far left. So if you're on the left side, it's kind of like fuck kids. You don't need kids. You know, you wake up throwing up, think you're, you're having a kid, and shove a coat hanger up your you know, vagina or whatever, yeah, so or really. or the opposite. It's like have twelve kids. We right. need to populate the earth type right. of thing. And if you don't, then there's something wrong with you. Type, you know, that's just kind of the way that things are, are shaping themselves out to be. And I think at least with the conservative side, there's people on the conservative side that don't want kids and then they're looked at, well, you're not a real conservative. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have a traditional family, like trad, tra- you're not trad, you're not, yeah. you're not conserving anything. Mm-hmm. Why would you force people to, to that don't want kids to think that they do? Like I follow like the red pill bro space often and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And these guys are all about like, which I agree, like I think a lot of people, like it's the innate human desire and it makes you happy to re- uh, reproduce. Mm-hmm. Procreate, all these things, but I generally also believe it's not for everybody. Like to they, and they're very hard on women on on having children. If yeah. a woman doesn't want to have a kid, why would you try to convince her otherwise? Mm-hmm. What if she does because she doesn't? You know, she's a horrible mom, right? Exactly. And she fucks up the kid. Exactly. Like some people are not not a hundred percent of you everybody. No,
1: there's a lot of people, especially here in our own city, that should never have never had have kids, had kids, not even have gotten together no. or near a school or
0: near a school. <laughs>
1: Or, like, five feet within the space of each other. But, you know, if you really think about it, though, like, why are we supposed to do it? Why are we supposed to, in our 30s, have already been in a relationship by now? Why? What's the purpose?
0: Know, to figure shit out. Know, to, to not be too late in the game, I guess, reproduction-wise. But like
1: Why? Why? Like, where did this come from? Who What's, decided? Right. Like, who decided? Where did it come from? Like, obviously, sow your seeds, reproduce. That's that's the journey of man, mm-hmm. right? But now we've, we've evolved so much so, like, safety is not an issue anymore to where you have to group up and, you know, create your own group of people. Um, if you're not ready for it, you're not, like, ready as a human being to lead people. Like, why do it, mm-hmm. right? You're yep. putting other people's safety at risk so why is it not to be lonely or like what's the the reason you, you can possibly think of why group up with somebody because obviously love but i mean that whole thing is like yeah you love somebody do you have to get married i don't under, i
0: don't understand the partnership thing i'm just gonna off, off the bat the children thing i completely understand i can see a person passes through an age being i've done all i want to do i would like to see the world through a different set of eyes sure. you know a I tiny set that. of eyes and teaching yeah and you know, like growing someone like a plant type of thing. And then when you get to old age, be surrounded by people you care about. Like that, the whole child thing, uh, it makes complete sense to me. The partnering up with somebody, I don't, I don't understand. Because if it happens, again, it's things that happen organically. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I fell in love with you, you fell in love with me, <laughs> we're doing this. Right. And you just fucking, you do whatever the fuck you wanna do. Mm-hmm. But that, that whole like, <sighs> I'm just gonna go on Tinder because I need somebody and like, it's it's sad and it's like it, i don't i don't understand why you're forcing or just actively looking so desperately to right. be in a partnership with somebody right. that to me has always been weird like i don't understand that I mean, and it's not that i don't understand relationships if i like someone then it, yeah. it happened organically mm-hmm. i was going to this coffee shop and i saw this girl and, blah, 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 right. and right. it happened but i wasn't like oh
1: my god what's wrong that's, with you i feel like that's a sentiment now like i have a, a really good friend of mine and bro i feel like every time we go out She's like strapping up for like a hunt, you know, and like,
0: yeah, and I, it I'm is
1: like calm, like, calm down. Like, what are you rushing for? And she's like, oh, my eggs are drying up. And I'm yeah. like, who told you that? Have you got an evaluation? Has a doctor really said that? Because you know that there's there's no like scientific proof that women essentially cannot reproduce beyond a specific age. Oh, no, there's it's the risk. Rate, it's the risk
0: of what they say that it, it's it, an inherent yeah. risk,
1: right? It's just strange to me because women back in the day were having kids at like 50, Bro, 40, 60, yeah, 100%. 43. Yeah. It's possible. So why scare women into thinking that, right? It makes you think there's like a different message being pushed behind it, right? Create the families, create consumers and all that stuff. But that whole thing as well is why get married? It's an institution. You have to present your documents to somebody to say, yeah, what you have is official. That's strange to me. Yeah. You know, why have that recognized by somebody else? Nobody lives in your house. Nobody knows what you guys go through. Nobody provides you with like information or ways to to deal with things with each other. Why does it have to be recognized by another body?
0: Those very strange practices these right? humans have. Like, what? <laughs> like, what? Thank God we're not part of this species. Right? No, <laughs> nah, I think it's just people like go with whatever they're told. You know, and whether it makes sense or not, some of them, like, you know, do the best they can. Some of them go crazy. Like, it's just.
1: I'm trying to avoid that.
0: <laughs> Going crazy? Try,
1: yeah, of course. Because <laughs> there's so many things that, could, that can get you there. But I think, you know, challenging the norms of what people are doing. Because I, I observe people. And I'm, like, seeing so many people that have kids and that are super unhappy in their relationship. You see people, like, women pushing strollers. And they look like like mm. their their energy has been sucked out of, like, their soul. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. And that's what I'm saying back to, like, examples. And not all
0: of them, to be fair. Not but there's a there's a, good, there's a good amount. I
1: would say it's, like, a, from what I've seen. Like you a know, 50-50. It's, like, 50-50. Yeah. Right? So yeah. who are the examples now of what should we be doing? Like, do you, with the Andrew Tate kind of situation, does that show an example, as, like, men right now, how you guys should be thinking, behaving, perspective? Because he's a prominent <clears throat> figure right now for males.
0: M- men right now, I think, are... I don't know how to Mm. begin with this men right now, I think are more fucked up than women because it's a mixture of the year long feminism, years long feminism movement that emasculated men uh, into toxic masculinity. And you guys need therapy and the machista thing, you know, has been fucked fucking you up and, the generations of fatherless sons, you know, with absent fathers and all this myriad of shit. Then after that came the, that created the antithesis, right? The pendulum swings, the anti-feminist Andrew Tate type and women too, because it's not just Andrew Tate. There's like anti-feminist women that are just as, as far on that side as, as he is. And a lot of these lost boys and, and men, which are boys really uh, just, just, everything he says just dick sucked everything he fucking said and a lot of it makes sense a lot of it is is yo the guy is on point he's a b c and d but to an extent he plays a character absolutely and people don't he's know that marketer. he's he's a master marketer he's brilliant at what he does he pushes the envelope he says outlandish shit because it sells mm-hmm. and so a lot of these people are dumb as fuck and don't know how to tell the character andrew Tate from maybe he actually does live by you know mm-hmm. a b and c that he preaches but not DEF, right? You know, type of thing. And people are just, they're lost. They don't, they don't, there's no father figure to follow. Exactly. So now they're here just, you know, mimicking, they they embody the persona of their five favorite alphas, influencers, and they have no identity.
1: I think, I think you're right. And that kind of goes back to the point like, who are the examples, right? You shouldn't
0: have an example, you should have yourself.
1: True, true. But, you know, Human behavior, like your cognitive behavior, your, your patterns kind of come in from, from seeing other situations happen. So your brain is going to learn based on this. This happened, you know, I walked to this, and there's something on the floor I tripped, right? So that that develops a pattern. You can also develop your patterns by observing other people, mm-hmm. right? So in life, as a person, you do have that, but I feel a lot of people have kind of numbed their intuition and don't know how to rely on their own mm-hmm. Um, thought process or intuition sure. to where you're looking outside for for those answers Sure
0: no and I, and I see what you're saying and I, I completely agree but I think where my process my thought process differentiates is people should be able to like look up to people but take what fits them for and sure. leave the rest. For sure. people, a lot of people don't know how to do that. there's right. like here's Andrew tate instead of taking like this little bit, bit, I'll just like take the whole volume yeah. like hey, I'm Andrew Tate now I'm surprised yeah. like you know and it it, it sucks. It sucks. You sh- you sh- take what fits, leave the rest. And if you don't know, try it out. If you know, try, that's how it's like a food, right? See all these right. superfoods. Like I'm going to try it. Mm-hmm. If I see value in it, my life improves and I'll continue it. If I don't, then yeah. I drop it off. Like that's try and error.
1: You would think so. But I think, I think the whole thing with him is again, I think he does have great points. I think that, a lot of men were lost. Again, from a woman's outside perspective, mm. I can't I can't speak on how you guys actually feel. But from the outside, it seems like, you know, a lot of guys did not know how to really communicate because yeah. I saw my interactions. Yeah, yeah. A lot of guys didn't know how to communicate. Maybe they weren't as confident as they should be. Um, and then also kind of leaders. So mm-hmm. I didn't really see those behaviors for a really, really long time leading me to believe that there was a shift in in, in manliness or manhood or the type of man, right? Honor, ethics, you know, standing up for what you believe in. So I feel like um, he came about and... A lot of people saw that, like you were saying, and didn't know how to discern between the two. But there's also a thing of, like, herd mentality as well. Like, people want to be a part of something. Yeah. So if you're lost as a person, They're you can They just attach
0: themselves to anything. Exactly.
1: Yeah. But um, he's a definitely a character, for sure. But like you were saying, I, I think there are good points, but, you know, there, there's certain... You have to be able to discern. And now... There's a lot of people who just accept information and digest it without doing their own research, and that's risky. Man. I've talked that's
0: about so this so many fucking times. Um, that in the age of information, where we're at, mm-hmm. it's the new kind of like survival of the fittest. We're back mm-hmm. at Darwinism, but whereas Darwinism, it was kind of like if you don't adapt, you or you, die. you you die because yeah. you don't survive, like mm-hmm. physically, like through the elements or like hunted or what the fuck. We're in another repeat of that, but just of the mind. But of the mind. Okay. Only when it comes to the mind. Those that do not know do not know how to discern, how to take certain information mm-hmm. and leave the rest, are not going to make it. Damn, you're right. They're man. not going to fucking make wow, it. Wow, if wow. you just consume all the shit that's thrown at you, and then you're just not going to make it. Like, you really are not going to make it. Wow. With the socials and all that shit, like, mm-hmm. only the fittest of the mind mm-hmm. will survive the age of information. The rest are just going to, like got left that's behind such
1: an interesting concept because you're right you're you're absolutely <laughs> I'm right i'm always right oh, <laughs> <some> <laughs> a man who's always right no but um this is a really interesting perspective really really interesting because it's true right mm-hmm. like you would have those We would talk about it like having animals eat certain things and like not being able to tell the difference so like where are now, the
0: animals and now it's just information
1: that is nuts. but you're right because there's so many people yep. the biggest thing again going back to like growing as a person like kind of learning not accepting information that's being given to you. Cause I'm like, if information is being given to you and so many people are doing it, why is the result not good? Like that's what I base it like boil it down to. That's great. I
0: mean, great point.
1: If it's not good or it doesn't feel right or it's just like, okay, that doesn't make sense to me. But people like they feel so strongly about what they don't like and they want the world to kind of adapt to them. So they'll find things to fit that profile of what they think instead of expanding be like maybe um maybe i'm wrong maybe there's a different perspective maybe there's a different way maybe i can say something different but it's it's, cra- it's crazy out here it is it is really crazy now that you say it Darwinism. it's it's
0: very crazy but you know what we have for craziness yeah mushrooms That's, <laughs> our you're next right. topic <laughs> see, how right. s- see how smooth that was that was <laughs> a beautiful transition <laughs> so mushrooms mm-hmm. psilocybin 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 we did again I have dabbled with the shrooms mm-hmm. I think they're I think most people will would benefit from a little you know I'm not saying everybody's not medical advice either so not a
1: doctor not a
0: doctor <laughs> and I have actually heard which maybe we can get into this later that mm-hmm. people that already have pre-existing um, like sort of psychosis mm-hmm. schizophrenia whatever psychosis psychoses and whatever it can uh push you over the edge like if you're on the mm-hmm. let's say you have a predisposition for schizophrenia in your family and you might be on the edge but you don't really know mm-hmm. and you take a good amount it's woo, sends well, you flying over the edge type well, of that thing would,
1: that would be applicable to anything so any drug or any substance or anything that increases your dopamine levels to abnormal amounts uh-huh. right that your body and your synapses are used to it can induce you into psychosis, right? So schizophrenia is an overproduction of dopamine at the end of the day. Is
0: it? I have no yes, idea.
1: It's like overproduction. The reason that I know this,
0: <laughs> <there's> <laughs> no reason,
1: because um, I started to get into, I took a course in, in college about psychology and they were talking about experiments with, um, you know, LSD and like mm-hmm. psilocybin and right. everything in the sixties, because they were trying to create soldiers, right? Brainwashing the soldiers <clears throat> to do whatever they wanted. But, Those tests failed. They didn't do the right amounts, and it got completely banned. Um, I think it's level one narcotic or something in the United States. Um, But during that time frame, they were finding out that some of the soldiers that had, you know, tendencies for schizophrenia diagnosed later on, the production of dopamine just went through the roof, and they were able from that to start using that in medical facilities to associate the research with schizophrenia. Right.
0: Wow, that is crazy. Crazy, crazy. crazy. No pun intended. is crazy um well for for those that aren't really familiar with with psilocybin psilocybin so i don't know what psilocybin psilocybin Psilocybin. um it's essentially the active chemical right within the mushroom so i got a little excerpt here Uh, is the hallucinogenic hallucinogenic substance obtained from certain types of mushrooms that are indigenous to tropical and subtropical regions of South America, Mexico, and the United States. So the interesting part about this is, and I have personal stories that kind of like uh, double down on this, is that within the last couple of years, we've realized that certain dosing of si- psilocybin
1: You can just say magic mushrooms. Magic
0: mushrooms. Magic mushrooms. <laughs> magic mushrooms has helped people with anxiety and depression. So... One of the studies here is in a small double-blind study, John Hopkins Research reports that a substantial majority of people suffering cancer-related anxiety or depression found considerable relief for up to six months from a single large dose of magic mushrooms and the active compound. And then another one was findings in a randomized placebo-controlled six-week trial in 104 adults, a 25-milligram dose of magic mushrooms administered with with psychological support was associated with a rapid and sustained antidepressant effect measured as a change of undepressant symptoms scored by yada, yada yada so it's really fucking interesting how again i've always been on the natural type of like tip i think the we've done a lot of harm with pharmaceuticals specifically the the psychoactive kind or the the SSRIs, SSRIs or, or, or opioids well. and all that. So this little fucking plant that cow shits on and, you know, now it has <laughs> magic powers. Right. You take a little bit of it and, and you're cut and cured for like six months or a year, you know, right. off of one dose. It's, it's insane. The well, p-
1: there's a lot of technical aspects to it, right? So the reason why those studies are showing is anxiety. What is anxiety? Mm-hmm. A decreased level of dopamine and decreased level of serotonin. What's depression? an abnormal decreased level in dopamine. So going back to your point, yeah,
0: it boosts it up.
1: It boosts it up. So I don't know if you're familiar with how kind of the the brain operates with neurotransmitters. Neurotransmitters regulate your everything, Mm -hmm. in your entire body. So um, just to kind of break it down to the simplest forms, your sleep, your happiness, your mood, your um, appetite, your everything is regulated to your neurotransmitters they're like chemicals that are floating you you activate it your brain releases it and then your body begins to feel the effects right so you get you go into out into the sun right you immediately feel really good right your dopamine is naturally increasing from the induction of, of vitamin D to the synapses they release so
0: example. on your balls
1: that's you, right? <laughs> That's you. Um, serotonin as well. You get yeah. a great night's sleep. Your neurotransmitters um, secrete the serotonin. Mm-hmm. You feel balanced, right? You don't sleep. You feel heightened. You're, yeah, right? Not, not so good. it's it's all effective. So that these studies are inherent, right? Because SSRIs inhibit the reuptake of serotonin. Yeah, serotonin. <laughs> so you're telling me I have a decrease in serotonin. You're going to prevent me from re-uptaking serotonin. So I'm in an endless cycle of pharmaceuticals, right? Mm-hmm. So this um, mushrooms, like magic mushrooms, has the ability to naturally increase that. So it's it's pretty amazing now that people are recognizing it. Because um, remember before, everybody was like, "Oh, you're a hippie and weird, tripping yeah, yeah, out, yeah. man." But <laughs>
0: tripping these, out, man.
1: Yeah, and like all these tech dudes started like microdosing, <coughs> like making it cool and like. Acceptable. Well,
0: now microdosing is like like it's, a thing. it's Everybody's like a thing. It's, doing it's like it. popping Skittles type of shit.
1: I saw on Channel 7 News, this lady was like, mom reports, you know, taking psilocybin to be a more present mom. And no. I was like, oh your yeah, bro, we're already the in the air. Shut the fuck up. I swear. I was like, we're in the air. We're here. We're here. We made it. We, we arrived. It. We arrived. It's just a different place because the, the perspectives are, are shifting because you remember it used to be Zoloft. And, hey, I want to be a present mom. I'm on Zoloft, right? So... You have a decreased level of dopamine. Some way you need to replace it. Yeah. So it's it's a really great way to to be able to do that. And I'm glad now people are experimenting with it because, um, like you were saying, it is for the crazy, right? It's a natural form of therapy if you do it properly. You know,
0: like I told you off camera. Um, I think w- yeah, it was off camera. Uh, I dabble with the shrooms, and the first time that I took them, bro, that shit. We didn't know what the fuck we were doing. We were just kind of. It usually like, happens. You're yeah. probably teenagers when it was, right? It was 2018. Oh, so shit. I, was, okay. I, was 20, okay. I was 27. 27, yeah, not, not 28 yet. Um, Man, oh man. Uh, I was tripping for like nine hours.
1: Was it like a handful?
0: It was a little less than a handful, but it was a lot. Okay. It was a, at least like five pieces, four or five pieces. Like the big ones uh one of them was really big, the other one was kind of, there was like two medium ones, three small ones. it was it was uh, for the first time that was yeah, a, lot. a knockout. A lot. I was tripping for nine hours. I believe it. I have control problems, so that's why I don't like really taking drugs that I can't really control like what I'm you know feeling or whatever the fuck bro I was just I completely lost touch with reality. Like, I remember at some point, somebody in the room mentioned Kim Kardashian, and I was like, oh, she exists. Oh, my God. Like, I was, disas- <laughs> this I was like, reality. disassociated from reality, sure. like completely just like detached yeah. from like, I start with seeing patterns. You and I, seeing patterns. Yeah. Yeah. Moving. And then I was thinking. But
1: you weren't hallucinating, were you?
0: And I didn't see any figures. I weren't there. But
1: what you were seeing was moving and morphing and everything.
0: Yes. Okay. So then I started seeing, um, a, which I've seen various times. And I came to a conclusion uh, about it. So I started seeing like geometric Mm -hmm. patterns, type of thing. And then I was like, this was actually, this part was recent. I I was seeing them and I was like, what if, what if these geometric patterns are like the code for like real life? Mm -hmm. And the shrooms are just like removing that veil from my Mm -hmm. brain. And I'm actually seeing like, the co realness? yeah the realness you know like the grid happens? or whatever <laughs> the fuck? do you know why that happens why?
1: honestly you have a, another it feels like you have another layer of vision right yeah and your eyes get watery sometimes so I was super curious about why that happens so when you actually take mushrooms right you magic mushrooms your eyesight becomes enhanced because you realize there's nine different levels of of light, right? Bees can see up to like 20 different levels. Dogs can yeah. See we can o- we can
0: only see like a portion of the things around us.
1: Mushrooms yeah. actually enhances your vision to allow. So
0: it does to, to an extent. Level. To an extent, uh,
1: you're seeing something like that's drop there. some
0: veil, right? Completely, yeah. you're
1: seeing something that's already there. That was crazy. Now you have the access to see it. That
0: was crazy, right? Because
1: yeah. I used to think the same. Oh, I'm tripping. This is crazy. But once you start realizing what's happening you have an increased dopamine level right your vision is enhanced by the effects of the psilocybin so those in combination allow you to see a bit further right that's awesome so cool
0: um anyway back to that trip it was again nine hours of me trying to like control this i didn't talk for four hours one of my homeboys was like josue draw move talk anything just just do something and i was just there like
1: in my head
0: yeah i i was locked in there man and the more i would try because mushrooms is kind of like you got to go with it man like it's teaching you the one of the first thing it teaches you is let go, you let go. like you got control issues Not what not with us you don't like let the fuck go or like right. you know it'll snap you mm-hmm. um and then, bro, I had things coming up that I hadn't even thought about, like when I, since I was like four years old, and like issues and all that shit. And, like I was telling you earlier, the thing with mushrooms is that you know it's great if you want to just chill, have a little like you know light, I don't know, kind of like experience type of thing. But you take a little bit too much, and you're having ten years worth of therapy in four definitely. hours. So it'll yeah. it'll definitely that's what happened to me for those fucking nine hours. And you I took just it went again
1: after that. that like experience? almost a year later. Wow. Yeah. That's and I'll tell
0: you so what, which is the point that I that I dragged on. Once the mushrooms after the nine hours started like to dissipate. Mm-hmm. I Started this re- feeling this relief because obviously I was you're dehydrated, you're thinking no, and my, my the brain power that oh, I yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. trying to fight everything was right. you know like a hummer. And the next morning I woke up and it was literally like
1: nothing. I can see clearly, like everything. Right. No, and you feel nothing, no hangover,
0: no, nothing, nothing. But I was so happy for the next like three to six months, mm-hmm. and I, actually during that time I was going through like a lot of shit. it. was my 27th, 28th year, yeah. and Bro, that shit definitely fix something in there for the next three to six yeah. months i was walking on a cloud i everything sense. was was amazing and then my life improved because i my mind improved
1: well do you do you drink a lot of coffee no or before
0: Maybe this that- is not coffee I know like- oh, well,
1: okay so do you like do you always get like in that age bracket 27 28 did you get enough sleep did you drink a lot did
0: i you, did drink a lot
1: did you smoke like cigarettes or anything not like really just drank
0: a lot drank a lot yeah. right
1: So we don't realize what alcohol actually does to our neurotransmitters. It actually inhibits. It's almost like an SSRI. So it inhibits the reuptake of serotonin. So it's a natural depressant, right? So those effects of drinking for so many years, your levels maintain here unless you do something to boost them up, right? Um, Breathing, cold water plunge therapy, regulating your diet, introducing new things, like natural ways. So. In that moment, you increase your uptake. You went from this level to now, this is my threshold. So I need to produce this much serotonin to get to my homeostasis. You created a new level of homeostasis in your, in your mind, right? Or you came back to it as close as possible. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's why it has the effects of being happy. But taking it and, like, knowing where you want to go, that's like a skill set.
0: What do you mean where you want to go? Well,
1: cause like you were saying, Oh, like what you're trying you're, to
0: fix type of thing.
1: Well, that too. But if you don't understand your consumption levels, it can be kind of scary for like a new person. That's, oh, hell that's trying yeah, to do yeah, yeah. It. yeah. Um, I think I've learned like there's three different types, right? One, you are just a little bit lighter. Maybe you, you know, feeling a bit calmer and you feel more ready to kind of process life. Mm-hmm. It's like a micro dose. Yep. The second one is where, you know, things you start seeing the patterns you know things start you see them breathing you see you see the energy actually things feel like
0: waves it's like like very wavy
1: you start thinking a bit more kind Mm -hmm. of introspectively yeah and then the third level is what's called (laughs) you reach reach god (laughs) you reach god it's actually an ego death right so those those levels of serotonin and dopamine what it does is it inhibits your prefrontal cortex from reacting like when it's, it's kind of funny, it's like the animalistic mind and like the logical kind of mind. So what that allows it to do, your prefrontal cortex kind of shuts down and quiets down for a bit. And the other parts of your brain, um, you're actually being more emotional. You're looking into your own feelings. You're mm-hmm. unleashing the compartmentalized sure, yeah. things that you've put away to, to live. It's amazing. To come, it's right? it's great. Um, so it allows you to process them almost like a movie that mm-hmm. you're going through it. I always associate it with like stoicism because... I don't know if you're familiar. Yeah, with but
0: it. why would you associate it with? Well, that?
1: because what the Stoics used to do at the end of the day is they used to replay the day in their mind, and they used to go over their actions, their reactions, their emotions, and their encounters with people to take a look at it.
0: so. Process. Well, that's good to journal too,
1: right? But you know, mentally, just to process, right. this is what I did. This is what I can improve. And I feel like it, mushrooms allows you to do that kind of naturally. If not for a recent memory, maybe something in the past. That, that you kind of have
0: tucked in, tucked right, away. Yeah. Right,
1: somewhere in the depths of, of your mind. <sighs> you know? But crazy.
0: Talking about, uh, you said, so, I forgot, you, you, you said something while you were talking. It reminded me during that trip, I remember with my eyes open, mm-hmm. I thought a thought. Okay. And then, this is gonna sound insane, but just try and, I guess, visualize it. I thought a thought. Mm-hmm. And then from that thought, I, I don't know why, but I was kind of like, "What is the thought made of? Like, what is the matter of a thought?" Oh,
1: curious. And then
0: I somehow dove into the, quote unquote, molecule mm-hmm. that constructs that thought.
1: Mm.
0: So whatever that the material that the thought is made, which is nothing, obviously, right, but right, like, right. and then within that material, mm-hmm. and then within that material, and then with my eyes, this is when my eyes open. Yeah. And then eventually, like, I kept diving through the molecules of each thought. Thought, thought, thought type of thing, like Mm -hmm. micro, you know, type of thing that I saw like these tunnels. It was like these like cosmic fucking tunnels with Mm -hmm. like information, almost like a like data, like going through like wires and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And then I just snapped out of it and I was like, where the fuck did I go? Like, (laughs) where was I right now? (laughs) Subconscious,
1: man. I think my eyes weren't even closed. I think when you experience something like that. You're going inward. and Oh, I
0: was yeah, inward. right?
1: But at the end of the day, what I've always come to terms to, whenever I've had those experiences, every question that I ask myself, because I always make sure, you know, now it's different. Mm. I look at the experience much different. ask myself questions, and every answer to every question is always like, it's you. Oh, everything. Like, how's that thought? It's yeah. you. How's the creation? What's every happening? Every single Where does thing. It co-? It's you. It goes back
0: to you, 100%.
1: It goes back to you. But did you... After that experience, did you always have good experiences after that? Kind of taking that. So
0: after that, I've never done a, a, a dose that high. Okay. Because it was a lot—nine hours locked in your That's head. A lot. That's a lot. It was a lot.
1: Especially for the. First I'm surprised
0: time. I wasn't fucking insane the next day. But uh, I've got a pretty strong mind, <laughs> thankfully. But uh, yeah, so I've done obviously like bigger doses, but never anything like that.
1: Yeah. And are you? You're pretty controlled. You, you seem like a very logical kind of controlled person. <laughs> no, like just in, in our interactions. Yeah. I feel like if you have a strong mind, you can you can take it. Cause I think there's different levels. It goes from like processing to like feeling and then once you're ready and you've gone through those levels, then you can just enjoy it and see life right. for what it is. Right. That's that's you know? that's
0: where I've gotten to now. In the beginning it wasn't that easy. Oof. You know, even though I am it's like, work. you know, I practice self awareness and mindfulness and all that shit. Yeah. To an extent it sometimes it overtakes you, you know what I mean? Like it's okay. like I can only do so much at this point and then but it gets better with time and then you start seeing the fruits of it, you know, the good mm-hmm. parts of it and it's it's enjoyable. Not only is it enjoyable because you're yeah. tripping out in a good way, but like because it, it does bring benefits, you know, and you, so. you figure things out, you look at it's very important to I think to be in a at times in an altered state of mind where you can see things differently from a different angle point of view and perception. And it, it opens pathways mm-hmm. and improves your life.
1: I think so. I, I agree with you completely. Like any, any way to see a different perspective, I'm up for it. Cause yeah. that's a human journey. I mm-hmm. think yeah. is, is pushing yourself to the limit of your capacity of where you can go as a person. How can you think, what can you do? How, how far is your reach as a person? Your, you know, you have to push to see how far you can go in the beginning. I was super against it. Like, super against taking it because i also like yourself my first experience in like high school or something um it was way too much and it was like hey i don't i don't like this this is i feel out of control this is yeah, too, many visuals, I, if you do too much happening. it is a lot yeah. but you don't know what's happening yeah. right nobody's preparing you for you against you you just go for moment. the ride
0: yeah. you're just, like, just
1: hey. go for the ride and then you know i i a friend of mine was like oh let's do it you know we're skiing in the mountains cabins it's a great environment let's do it and i was like no man um, I'm good I have I have too much darkness in here I don't I don't want to face it and when someone told me that taking like magic mushrooms is almost like you're pushing a reset button and like clearing out the the dirty water in your in that bucket That's of your such mind, a great way to put it yeah right and like each time you do it you're not going to experience a full pour out in the beginning you have to go through everything and finally you can fill it back up so when somebody said that to me and I was like all right And you do it in a controlled setting and with intention. That's Mm -hmm. what I've what I've learned. Have an intention. What do I want to see? What do I want to achieve right now? Where do I want to go? And like almost, you're like your mind opens up, you know, this this space for you to like explore because you're asking yourself for the answer. But
0: even when if if you're meditating, like you don't need substances for that. Like I don't know if you ever tried like meditating and having and doing exactly what you just said. Mm -hmm. You event it might take you a little bit longer, but you. Mm True. You get to certain places sure. that you probably didn't, wouldn't get without the meditation.
1: I agree with you. you know? I think
0: obviously the cool mushrooms place. help a lot. Yeah, no, no, sure. no, no, without without a doubt. Yeah. yeah, the great great enhancer when it comes to that.
1: I haven't been able to get there with meditating because I'm I'm a huge practitioner of yoga. It's very very important. Like clear your minds.
0: I've seen you at 420 yoga oh, space. It's awesome. It is. It is. I was awesome. I was thinking about going. I you mean, should. I'm not. I'm it's very still vibe. beginner level, but I was. I thought. I don't like you out know, too many people. I, I feel you. I'm kind I kind of I wear my shades.
1: You know, I'm 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 an introvert as well. I
0: would have never guessed.
1: Uh, I can be an extrovert <laughs> in in settings that require them. Okay. You no, know, but I recharge. I guess me too. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Yeah. You know, you seem that way. Um, but it's it's such a great vibe. Like it's a very super cool place. Nobody cares. Nobody's judging you. People are there having a great time. Young, old vibing i just go for the experience because it feels like community to me you know people from all different places in the city
0: i have some homeboys i go yeah and really? I, I, yeah and Should they go. they usually go. like video the story mm-hmm. there and it looks like it's it's lit
1: it is. but... I mean,
0: in a, in a no, not lit like space lit, like lit like in a, lit. in a yoga lit.
1: I mean, they're playing, there's a DJ playing and everybody's oh, really? on shrooms for sure. That's I think maybe half the people are on shrooms. fucking
0: yoga in Miami.
1: But it's, it's a dope experience. You should, you should experience
0: maybe it. Maybe I will. Shit. When I got a little more comfortable with my, I don't want to be there sh- shaking like a leaf and shit.
1: Everybody is and nobody cares. It's about you in that moment. I guess you're right. You know?
0: If I should have taken anything from this conversation about shrooms, it's that. <laughs>
1: it's about you.
0: That's it. Kat, thank you so much. For joining me today, amazing combo. I think uh, some of my followers will will agree because I actually got somebody today saying we can tell when you like your guests and when you don't like your guests. And I was <laughs> like, damn, bro. <laughs> so I think this no, is, no I hope this is, is a good one. Yeah, it was is a good one. Very insightful, good and good feedback, and you're a cool girl.
1: Thank you, bro. It's been a, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been enlightening. Any way that I can expand and have a good conversation,
0: it's worth it. i Tell the people where to find you. If you want them to follow you. If not, tell them to fuck off. That's fine.
1: <laughs> um, you can follow me at catxmo on IG. Dude, stay out of my DMs, bro. Stay out of them. Send her a pic. No. no just don't just don't <laughs> do worry. not.
0: Do not. <laughs> please, no. Thank you guys for listening. Again, please remember to like, subscribe, share, do all the things. It does help out a lot. And that's it. So that's all the time we got for today. Have yourselves a good day. And as always, no se metan con nadie para que nadie se los have a good one. That's true.